0: Hey there, it's Susan Pierce Thompson, and welcome to the weekly vlog. So I want to revisit a topic that I've covered in the Brightline Eating book, in the Brightline Eating boot camp, uh, and so on. And it's how often to weigh yourself. And my memory of what I've said in the past is basically like it's up to you. You know, there's options: daily, weekly, monthly, every two weeks, whatever. Never, Um, and there's pros and cons to each approach and pick the way that works for you, essentially. I think I've kind of maybe fleshed out the pros and cons a little bit, but I just wanna tell you that my perspective has changed a little bit. It really has. And it's primarily changed because over the years now, coaching people in Bright Line Eating, mostly Bright Lifers, I've noticed that, in my opinion, a heartbreakingly significant number of people get trapped in perseverating about the weight, thinking about their weight to a degree that's really not helping them in their Bright Line Eating journey. It's really not. It's a distraction and the focus that they're putting on relatively small numbers, differences in numbers, right? You know, if they weigh, you know, three pounds more, or two pounds, whatever, like these little differences are getting blown up in their mind to a degree that what I'm, what I'm seeing is it's a way to stay stuck in the old, problem of food and weight being an issue as opposed to really finally just moving on from that and breaking completely free from the shackles of food and weight and that whole problem. So what's basically happening is the problem has been solved for them, but they're actually not aware of that because they're still obsessing over this number, that number. And on coaching calls, I remind them, hey, yo, You used to weigh 150 pounds more than you weigh right now. You're in a steady size of clothing. All your medications are gone. This is just an example. This isn't everyone's experience. But, and, you know, nobody notices whether you weigh now 140 or 143 pounds. Really, nobody cares. Like, it's time to get over it, right? And I'm, you know, that's just an example. But honestly, that's about sometimes what I see, right? And so here's the thing. The research out there in the non-bright line eating world says weigh yourself every day if you're trying to manage your weight because otherwise it's um, too hard to, to stay clear about where your body's really at. It's really easy to start eating in ways you're not aware you're eating, climb back up the scale, get fuzzy headed about it. So out there in the big bad world, people who weigh themselves every day tend to keep their weight more in check, okay? But those are not people who are weighing their food. When you're weighing your food and actually working the Bright Line Eating program as it's laid out, writing down your food the night before, following a food plan structure the way we do with categories and quantities of food, and then the next day eating only and exactly that, you don't actually need to weigh your body to have the system stay in balance, right? Cause you're weighing your food. You don't need to weigh your body in the same way. Once a week is fine. I actually really prefer once a month as weight loss is um, happening and you're still, you know, months and months from needing to think about transitioning to maintenance once a month. Why? So you can focus on your recovery and not the weight. My sense is that the weight is really a diet mentality thing to focus on. It's really a number that many of us have decades of conditioning around. These numbers, um, you know, whether we weigh this or that have emotional charge for us. They can trip us up psychologically, like when we pass a certain threshold of like, oh my gosh, I've never weighed less than this or whatever. Mm, I'm seeing more and more and more the pitfalls of the scale and just thinking, yeah, no, just step away from that bad boy. That is not what what, what it's helpful to focus on. We've got a great saying around here. If you focus on your bright lines, you'll lose the weight but if you focus on the weight, you'll lose your bright lines. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. So some folks I've seen have taken an even more radical approach and have kind of not used the scale as even a gauge of transitioning to maintenance, really. So the book talks about like a formula by the numbers, like, you know, if you're losing at this rate and when you hit you know, X pounds above your projected goal weight, start adding food and so forth. What's developed in the years since Brightline Eating first started is through people who pioneered this really truly by letting go of diet mentality entirely, what's developed is an approach to transitioning to maintenance that is not numbers-based at all. And it goes something like this. You start off with the Bright Line Eating Weight Loss Food Plan. You just follow the plan. And you lose a bunch of weight. And then at some point, things start to feel a little different. You start to feel, you know, like you're maybe in your bright body. Like, ooh, like I think maybe, I don't know that I need to shed too much more, right? Like maybe this is kind of a bright body. And maybe some hunger kicks in that didn't used to be there. Maybe some energy levels shift. Maybe the body starts talking to you saying, I could use a little bit more food. And at that point, you add a component of food. Just like the the book says, you know, here's what you add. You add a component of food. And you keep listening to your body and you just add a little bit more food. Now that has worked for some people. That isn't necessarily how everyone does it. There's a lot of latitude. But the point of this vlog is I really have slid back on the continuum of um, siding more with weighing less often provides freedom from a mostly unhelpful number and a mostly unhelpful focus on small distinctions that don't really matter and provide space, weighing less often provides space for focus on the things that really are in our control. Like how strong is my program? How clean are my lines? How um, robust is my meditation? How robust is my support network? Where's my growth edge in my inner work? I also want to say, I claim having been in a bright body now, a right-sized body, a goal weight body, whatever you want to call it, for a long time. Let me think. (sighs) Definitely more than 16 years, maybe 17 years, right in that range, right? It's a long time. Two pregnancies in there, gained an appropriate amount of weight, 25 pounds-ish, lost it again. Do you know that I have not at all been within a three to five pound range that whole time? Like not even close. Um, I've pretty much been a size four that whole time. But, you know, I got stretchy pants and I got jeans that are a little bigger and whatever. So even that is questionable. At my lightest, I believe back in, gosh, I was 31 or something back in 2006, seven. I got down to like 105 point eight pounds, I believe at the lightest. I'm five foot three, 105.8 pounds. At the heaviest, I think I was like 132 maybe for a hot second. Um maybe steadily the heaviest was somewhere in the mid 120s. Okay, that's a 20 pound range. Right? Because I don't think I was I was 132 for a hot second. So steady like 105 to 125 that's a 20 pound range and i think yeah i'm small like that's a big weight range right so i've been super skinny like probably a little too skinny i've been you know what i would probably be less comfortable with now there was a reason for that i was eating more food to try to um get my cycle more regular because i was having infertility um it's all a bright body to me like for me, that was all, my food was bright. I was neutral with my food. You know, there were points in 2016, 15, 16, 17, 18, where my food wasn't always bright. And there were moments there where my food was, my weight was on the higher side. But um at no point did I think, oh, I'm not in a right size body anymore. Like, no, you know, maybe I wanna, you know, get a little bit further down on the scale, but, you know, we'll work on that. I know how to do that you know, weigh and measure my food. That's the way it goes. So there's flex and there's give over the decades. I've known a lot of people that have done this, not just for years, but for decades, this like no sugar, no flour weighing and measuring your food thing. And bodies change and weights change and fixation on a number is not helpful in my experience. So The other side of the coin is people really like to get scientific and chart the weight loss on a day-to-day basis and enter it into an app and see the graph. And it's, you know, that can be really incentivizing and fun and rewarding. What I'm sharing in this vlog is that I get that. And in my experience now observing the patterns across thousands of people, on average, it tends not to be worth it. What I see people on average sacrificing by focusing that much on the number doesn't look helpful to me. It looks way better in my mind to let go of the number, trust, way less often and focus more on weighing the food than on weighing the body. There's freedom there. There's neutrality and peace and the ability to like let it be about life again and not about the scale so that's the weekly vlog I'll see you next week